As Podlord, I get final say. Is that how this works? Shocker, boys and girls, I don't usually prepare very well. So, Matt, why do you hate Annie? If you need to say I hate you both for making me not be able to binge watch the show, say I love the disco spider. <laughs> for the sugar Sorry bear. For the bro. sugar bear. Oh, so I'll, I'll take it. Smarter <laughs> than the average bird. G'day and welcome back. We are the Greendale Human Podcasters. My name is Jack, and uh, don't tell the boys, but I might be dating both of them. Uh, I'll be your host this evening. I'm coming to you today from home of the Rundry people, obviously here in Melbourne. Uh, As usual, I'm joined by both the lovely gents. Matt? Yeah, it's coming at you from the home of the Yagambe people in the northern Gold Coast of Queensland. And Brad? Yes, coming to you from the home of the Yugara, Yugara and Yukarapul people here in Ipswich, Queensland. Ooh. We acknowledge their elders past, present and emerging. Boys, how are we doing tonight? Not too bad now, but a couple of beers. <laughs> it was a bit... It was a That's bit Friday nights. Exactly. No, it was a weird week. Of work and whatnot, just odd for some reason. I can't even pinpoint why. You know, you have one of those weeks where you get to the end of it, and you're like, thank fuck that's over, but you can't really pinpoint why it was such a shitty week. Uh, my my week was just long, really. And then I uh and then I went to uh I went to church this afternoon and well, what we call church at work. I went to Bunnings and uh <laughs> and I didn't have what I was after, so that was a bit disappointing, but uh, but yeah, and no, I was just in a good mood on the way home because I'd knocked off, you know, even though I'd worked an hour and a half past me knockoff time, I'd Friday uh, you know, you got out of there and I was just finished and I was just like, you know what, I've the week before was pretty rough and this week I just kind of felt a bit more on top of it and ready to go. So yeah, I uh, blasted some tunes on the way home and had a good nice. time. Nice, that's always that is always something about the fr- drive home on a Friday afternoon. Like, even if it's a shit drive home, you're like, at least this is the last time I have to do this for a couple of days. And you crank some tunes and you just fucking, you, you just have a good yep. one. Not that I, I know, know much about that life. anymore. Yeah, well, I, yeah. What's, what's your drive home like? I assume you, you crank some tunes from, as you leave your office. Yeah, I walk from my office to the other parts of the house. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I get a work from home job. It's awesome. Yeah, I called Brad the other day, and he was on his drive home from work. Um, within a couple of minutes, he was home. <laughs> just, just I. I mean, on the days I've got I a half hour to, drive. On the days I do have to go to work, my drive home takes a better part of an hour, but that's only three days a fortnight. So, slacker. <laughs> uh. The perks you get. You've been busy preparing for schoolies, Matt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm stoked. Being up on the Gold Coast, Matt, I figured that you, you know. I'm go down, do the typical tooly behaviour, go start some fights with some 17-year-olds, as you do. Should and be, be in bed by seven. <laughs> Should be fun. Um, no, avoiding... It's, it's funny, though, because um, I'm actually stoked that schoolies sort of starts... Well, it doesn't start early, but it well, sure. starts this week, and then it, it, the problem with living on the Gold Coast is that my wedding anniversary is actually coming up next week, uh, week after next. 
And it always makes it very difficult to find somewhere to go on the Gold Coast that week <laughs> because there's, we, we lose the Queensland schoolies, but the, the Southern schoolies come up and they're all legal. That's the difference. Our schoolies are 17, most of them. Your schoolies come up here and they're all legal. Oh, so you only get one week of quality, which is your first week, I assume, for yourself. What's that? <laughs> I was making a joke that you're a pedophile. Ah, it's, it's, it's less funny when I need to explain must, it. Since the guy with the dodgy mustache. <laughs> yes, yeah, correct. Text one to no one, am I right? So can I can I just say so on that note, not pedophiles, my mustache. <laughs> I was um, gonna say, where are we going with this? No, no, no. I uh, I got some more donations for my Movember. I was very happy this week. So I, nice. uh, I still have to do yeah. one. I will uh, do one. Yeah, hey, you Me said too. put it in the chat. I put it in the chat. I'm just saying <laughs> nothing. I will do it. Nothing. I will. I will so far, it. I've uh, so far I've raised six hundred and seventy-five dollars. Hey, it's the most useful thing so, you've ever done for humanity. Oh no, I'm just I'm I'm pretty happy with myself, and that's good. And I'm already looking better. So there's another week and a half to go. We're recording on the 18th. So obviously, it, you know, it finishes up at the, the end of November there. And uh, yeah, and it's already better than what I was at the end of November last time. So, hey, little wins. <laughs> but I, don't know if, I don't know if we explained it, but for those who don't know, our American and, and non-Australian listeners. They November do do November a, over there. They do? Yeah, oh, okay. It, it, has, it has gotten traction in the last um, oh, five cool. years. So. Okay, so it's not just an Australian thing that everyone's going, why the fuck oh, are they keep talking about? Please continue explaining for someone that doesn't know. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, so it's a fundraising initiative for, what is it, men's, men, is it men's mental health and prostate cancer? Or is it just prostate yeah. cancer? Yeah, there's a couple of it's different both. things that they, they so, try to raise money. Uh, it's mostly whereby, about men's stuff, but yeah, you're right. They're the big yeah, two big ones. Whereby the theory is that you... You pledge to grow a mustache and you know people people um donate to that and you grow a mustache and you make a dickhead out of yourself for a month by growing a dodgy mustache and then you shave it off at yeah, the so end the idea is that you, you've got to start clean course. shaved so if you if you're normally clean shaved then you've got to obviously grow one and and you know mm-hmm. you get a few days you know the first kind of week week at a bit where you can kind of grow a bit of a beard and whatever and then you shave around and and you end up with your, obviously your mustache um and yeah the idea is and you, you get to the end of the the month and you probably shave it off yeah. um not everyone decides to shave it off but yeah you, you kind of that's where you, where it goes i but, mean if uh, you were already a sex yeah. offender it's worked right into your style so you probably keep it but other than that <laughs> oh yeah so my, my my old man's had some some issues with prostate cancer he's all good now you know thankfully but uh but yeah so there's that and and a bit of men's mental health because you know we all have our moments where we struggle with some mental health so that's um it. they're kind of my my personal reasons for for doing it so i kind of i decided to do it every second year and yeah. this is my second attempt so i'm uh yeah, I'm doing and a bit just, better, although... If anybody... Yeah. Uh, I raised this to the boys earlier. I dropped a picture in the chat. If anybody who is in their sort of mid to early to late 30s wants to envision what Jack currently looks like, he's got his mo, he's got his bald head, and he's got his Boston Celtics jersey on. Picture Daniel O'Connor from House of Pain in the Jump Around video clip. 
If you young person, Google that or YouTube it and you'll know exactly what Jack currently looks like. I'll, um, I'll try and remember on Monday or Tuesday to chuck a photo up on our, yeah. uh, our story on our Instagram or something so that people can actually understand, like after the episode comes out. Because I was, um, I saw when, him walk into the chat and I went, fuck, he was familiar. Why does he, where does he look like? And I racked my brain for a while Jack. and I remembered. I read, no, he looks like Danny O'Connor from House of Pain. Uh, yes. Yeah, it, it's look, it's bad. To be honest, it's bad. Um, facial hair is it's, never more, hair in general. Hair in is general is never the best thing. Yeah. Um, I say that Except as, as I look over. glorious and, years when you had that mohawk. Yeah, when I was sixteen, it was a long time ago. Yeah, you did have a glorious mohawk. So yes, but I say that as I, as I look at my screen, and and obviously both yourself and Brad have full <laughs> facial hair and hair. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call and, mine full. I'm struggling to grow a mustache. I currently have <laughs> I currently have pigtails just for funsies. I thought that was different. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't do that. But <laughs> 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 enough about my hair or lack thereof. Uh, boys, how was how was everyone else's week? Um yeah, it was it was something. Um <laughs> Yeah, let, start start at the start of the week and actually less than what what was it probably five hours after we recorded probably not even that um, had uh, was I was rocked by some uh, news some global news and mm-hmm. uh, if you're a, if you're a, in the same uh, fan fan zones that I am you you probably already know but for those that don't the um, quintessential voice of Batman passed away last uh saturday morning our time or friday or thursday actually um in the states uh he was basically batman for the better part of 30 years and uh especially for people of our generation or even younger actually would probably be the be the voice of batman not talking um about uh christian live action batman i was gonna say you mean christian bale right no, I'm, I'm talking. Oh, George Clooney, um, bat nipples. No, voice voice actor uh, Kevin Conroy. He was uh, the voice actor of Batman for basically from the early '90s until hmm. actually probably within the last uh, few months, because I'm pretty sure he was still recording things that wow. are to still to be released, That's including. Cool. Including the Arkham games that have uh, those are cool, you know, broken records. Yeah, yeah, those are great. Um, multiple animated series, multiple animated movies. He was actually also a Batman in in a live action um, cr- uh, crossover of oh, cool. one of the CW shows. So, yeah, he was basically basically the quintessential Batman. And uh, if you've probably heard any of the animated series or the animated movies. Mm-hmm. That's it. He he is the voice, and he's fundamentally the voice that, aside from uh, Michael Keaton, all mm. that, all Batman following, even live action Batman following, uh, try to emulate for their Batman and Bruce Wayne voice because yeah, well, he, he kind of set set what Batman was from that point. You know, yes. particularly in the original animated stuff and where it came from originally. Yeah. Yeah, so um, 
Yeah, so it 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 was really rocked rocked uh, rocked me last Saturday because he was um, only sixty six years old and um, died he from cancer. Old, was he? No, no, no. And yeah, a, a story that um uh, that shows the depth of who he was is uh, after the nine uh, eleven um, tragedy, he was actually working the kitchens for first responders and um, didn't, didn't make a big deal out of it. It was just part of the kitchen crew. And um, he must've been talking to someone or one of the people who were one of the responders that came, came around the kitchen. was like, Oh, I just want to thank kitchen staff. And they heard his voice and they were like, Oh, wait a minute. You're Batman. And he's like, oh, no, just, yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, awesome. but just, 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 you know, keep it on the download. This isn't about me. It's about you guys, you know, just, you know, nothing. Swear to God, swear to me. I'm oh, sorry, Christian Bale. Don't, don't tell anyone. But did he what, say what no? I'm not on Bruce Wayne. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> what What he actually did is, yeah, the guy went and sat down. It was like, oh shit, that that's awesome. And then like. I'm not sure how much longer, how much later it was, just at the top of top of his lungs coming from the kitchen, um, the clip that uh, we'll play, play in a second, and just the whole place went went off. And you know, he he didn't do it for anyone because he didn't want to be recognised. But the fact that someone did, he just thought, hey, that's a little cool. bit of levity here is probably well needed. But that's just who he was, um, and yeah, he's. Survived by his husband and his sister, and um, yeah, he will always be by my Batman. So, Jack, if you could roll, roll the clip. I am the knight. I am Batman. Nice. Pull one out for the bat, homie. May he rest in peace. Rest in peace. Salud. So, uh, on a, on a, I don't know how, how we get, how do we move on to that? We um, don't segue, we just pay the respect and we move on. Yeah. So, in equally tragic news, the World Cup is next week. And I'm yes. extremely excited, however, human rights abuse. I was going to say, I, yeah. I just, so if you've ever seen, if you've ever seen, um, last week tonight with John Oliver, he did a piece mm. back in. I want to say years ago, like season two or yeah, three, he, wasn't it? Yeah, I want to. I want to say almost ten years ago, he did mm. a bit on the uh, after the uh, the Brazilian um, World Cup, and it's the same thing. It, it it's more or less the same. So it's probably eight years to be honest, uh, because it's been two um, two World Cups. But uh, yeah, his thing was like it. It's basically, you know, the whole sausage principle and you don't want to know how it gets made. I want to know how it gets made. The horrible things that FIFA goes through. But then I'm still so excited because it's the World Cup. The thing is, not only really how I feel. The problem is not only do you have, like, all the shady shit FIFA does, you also have all the shady shit the Qatari government and various other things are doing to get the World Cup built. I was watching something the other day on um, Netflix, a, a new series about <laughs> no, but that I FIFA? didn't even watch that. Um, <laughs> it was an ESPN behind the lines, I think. 
and it was talking about the workers and stuff like that. And currently 90% of the population of Qatar is foreign workers. That's how many people they've brought in to put this World Cup together. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I hate Australia is poor and I really hate our coach and I didn't want us to qualify because yeah. I think our coach is, oh. our manager is really poor. I'm still so excited for the World Cup. There's a, the, our Australia's first game is 6 a.m. local time, so like our time. Oh, so is it? Seven what day of the week? You blokes. Uh, next Wednesday. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to the pub at 6 a.m. To watch the game. Are you taking that nice. day off? Actually, it'll be 5 a.m. No, I'll no. go to work afterwards. I'll just, I'll just get up at 5 and drive into the city and yep. go to the park and just experience it with everyone else. Um, I will really, say some of so, the yeah. stuff I've seen coming out of, was it England or the US unveiled their new logo and it's rain, It's a rainbow logo? Was it the yeah. US? Some of the stuff coming up now, them just wanting to like make this stand, you know, particularly regards to human rights, have been very cool to see. I know there's people out there that say you leave politics out of sport, but yeah, oh, it's, no. at a certain point, there's a, it's, it's a point where you need to use a platform to stand up I, and say, no, certain things are wrong. And um, I, I, you know, I remember, I remember being salty when um, found out Qatar had won this because from the rounds of votes and everything at the time, although the FIFA um, the FIFA show that's currently on Netflix says that uh, the US was the leading bid. Bullshit. Um, at the time. They, they Australia was time. actually. They do have the next one, I believe, yeah. Australia was the leading Between bid them, for Canada this and, one. And Mexico. Yeah. But yes, yeah, Australia was. like we were, we were the leading bid and then from nowhere... Qatar. Yeah, it's odd. So, and the more important question, you know, put all the human rights stuff aside, all the, the things. Can you even get a beer at the World Cup in Qatar? Yes. Yes, you can. And legally consume it? Yes, inside the stadium. Because FIFA have in their rules that they have to be able to sell Budweiser in the stadiums. Oh, God. I'd rather be locked up than drink a Budweiser in terms of <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends what you classify as beer, but hey, yeah, you can drink Budweiser. Anyway, Budweiser. shall we shall we deviate from our sports podcast to talk about community? Hey, come on! It's only been almost twenty minutes. <laughs> I can't believe there's a class called the history of ice cream. No ice cream. Oh, there's yeah, there's still no ice cream. There's uh yes, um. So actually, on to community. <laughs> what the are we start this from? week? As much as everyone the, loves uh, their discussions of covered events, I feel like they probably cover a bit of community. You think people are listening to this? That's true. I still hold out the belief. Thank you, delusion. everyone that are listening. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> yeah, we uh, do love you. You guys are awesome. Seriously, and please continue to. <laughs> please continue to. We do love you guys. <laughs> Uh, so we start this week with uh, with Pierce explaining his new favourite show. Um, <laughs> Which ironically, of course, Pierce, like it's the show he had a hand in getting created. That is his cre- new He more or less show. created it. <laughs> yeah, so he's explaining about the season finale and the, the whole thing was a dream and, and, and a few different bits. Um, 
So Jeff is really confused that even uh, even Pierce loves this show now, but Abed uh, very much corrects him that it's not really Inspector Space Time. It's the American version. It's a travesty, travesty, and that uh, it's obviously uh, sex and timing, and uh, the timing is. I'm Dean. What the hell is wrong with you? Jeffrey, you are too much. He's <laughs> in black and white. Fantastic. Day, Reed, He's gone so. fully When I realized, gosh, golly, it's been it's... ages since we've yeah. had a chance. So, this Friday, we're going back to Greendale's golden age with an old-fashioned sock hop. <laughs> the health department requires you wear shoes. What a coincidence. <laughs> You're throwing a dance the same day the CDC is confiscating our drinking fountain. Well, like eating students with a fun event. Classic bread and circuses. In ancient Rome, the emperor would distract the populace from their problems by allocating money for free bread and circuses. I've been making a conscious effort to get away from filtering everything through TV. I figured it's time I showed some growth. It's been three and a half seasons, is what the old man would have said. <laughs> it is a Sadie Hawkins dance, which means girls ask the boy. So ladies, get out there and make yourselves useful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a catch oh. we can all get around, Cal. Jesus. No, <laughs> you're on your own. <laughs> yes, you're on your. Uh, own. I jest, of course. Oh. I jest, of course. Uh, yes, <laughs> I do love his commitment to the bit, though. Completely in in black and black and grey. Full on black and white. No, like like it looks like he stepped out of a black and white movie. Yeah, or TV. Like it. it yeah, incredible. It's 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 well and above the usual outfit. So so the dean uh so Britta Britta confronts the dean straight away. So, so you're saying there's one day a year when women are free to choose their own mates? What is this? Cave person times? I like that she gives it calls it cave persons as well. Yep, not cool. caveman, cave person. Yeah, yeah. I yep. just like that little like you could have it's one of those basic you know those, those little lines where it's like you could have gone away with with going but it just makes more sense for britta for her to call it cave person time yeah you know the dean's like yeah look i've i've already started on a sadie hawkins banner so you know this, this thing's pretty much set in stone important question do you think he's using the expensive glitter because we know that makes i really hope so but it's but i as annie's not involved i don't think so that's true and they used it all up last week <laughs> So, yeah, Britta, uh, Britta's like, fine, she'll just throw her own dance. One that doesn't conform to your oppressive gender norms. Yeah, the dean, the dean's just like, give me a break, come on. You think you can just throw together a dance willy-nilly? Just decide to do a rainforest theme and buy palm fonds and rig the sprinklers to, hold on, you've got to write this down. <laughs> like, how, how pissed would you be if you're in a dance that was suddenly like the fire extinguishers went off like the fire system went off all the yeah all the sprinklers and everything yeah i guess if you were doing like a thing thing and you knew it was going to be like that you could dress appropriately but it'd be great except for all the electrical equipment that is true that is true. i was thinking more like of suits and dresses but yes you've gone the more practical <laughs> safety route which is probably more important to be quite frank <laughs> just saying Oh, hey, Janice, Mr. PPE from last week. Yeah. So as as the dean walks out, uh, we are uh, we cut to the to the intro. But uh, the next scene brings us back in, and there's everyone's still in the study room. It's it clearly hasn't gone. Oh, Britta. Yep. 
Is British that getting more pronounced? Sorry, is that getting more pronounced the way um, Shirley says it? Brita? I feel like as we Sometimes. go along, it's getting Depends more, on the context. more pronounced and it shits me up the wall. Uh, it depends on the context. Yeah, it just seems to be, I seem to be, yeah, that the way, a specific way of saying it. it just so, my she does it. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, so, she, yeah, so Shirley's inquiring about, is this really going to be a protest dance? It is now. And instead of Sadie Hawkins, my dance will honor a real feminist icon, someone who worked for women's rights every day of the year, Sophie B. Hawkins. You know what, Britta? You're right. A Sophie B. Hawkins dance is just what this school needs. Thanks, Jeff. To celebrate Sophie B. Hawkins and all her accomplishments. Jeez, Winger, who's throwing this dance, me or you? Um, Britta, I think you meant to say Susan B. Anthony, not Sophie B. Hawkins. Britta for the whoops! <laughs> Did you have a cat named Susan B. Anthony? How'd you manage to bring that? I didn't bring anything. I meant Sophie B. Hawkins. Really? Your plan was to throw a dance honoring the singer of Damn, I Wish I Was Your Lover. And as it laid me down, which in my opinion is the far superior song. (laughs) Great. I I will say I didn't know who the hell they were talking about until she started playing the songs at the end. I went, hang on a minute. I know this. Yeah. (laughs) Same. Oh, did I peak in the 90s as well? I must have done. <laughs> Jack, you're on mute. Better? Oh, better now. Yes. Well, better <laughs> before and we couldn't hear you, but yeah, we can hear you. I muted myself. I Here I tried to do the right thing by muting myself to open my beer can and it, and it didn't pay I, off. I, I figured that's what occurred in that situation. Oh. This is what I get for trying to be subtle. Just drink, dude. Anyway, so Britta's doubling down. Yep. So she's going to go with the Sophie B. Hawkins dance. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> when... She just can't admit she fucks up, can she? She's, she just can't. No, but... Uh, but... When people come, they're gonna be like, "Damn, she straight Britta this because she's uh, she's taking it back." So good on Britta. <laughs> I give her credit for wanting to take it back. Like, I'd be I'd be pissed if Schmidt. Well, it actually has been. <laughs> now that I think about it, Schmidt. 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 I can see where uh. she's coming from. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Britta's uh, Britta's putting out flies for the jet dance when uh, Jeff's like, "Really, you, you, you're going to do this?" As uh, as someone who's faked being a lawyer for seven years, I appreciate your commitment to the bit, but just admit you were wrong, <laughs> so you can say I Britted this. Yes. Well, of course, it goes without saying. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff's just yeah. very much keen for this. Says it was a it was a small mistake. Call soft before it comes a full scale uh, brutastrophe. <laughs> Good one. Did Good he coin Britta there? Yeah. Actually, I'm just trying to think of where that first came up in an episode. It probably would have been a Jeffism, wouldn't it? I think, yeah, I it, think it did. Yeah, it would, have, it would have been something Jeff would have said. 
But Britta, Britta comes back and says, Jeff, if you don't want to come to my dance, you're free to go to the Sadie Hawkins dance, which will be happening at the same time across the cafeteria because our school has very limited venue options. <laughs> I love them. It's literally the same room. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's the same space. It's not even that big of a space. No, no. it's like a line down the middle <laughs> of this very small space. But, yeah, so but like, Jeff, I Jeff feel would... like where, where they had the... Um, Halloween dance and everything else was bigger. Like, where did they have that? Because that wasn't in the cafeteria, I don't think. It must look like a study room. It did look a bit like yeah, a study room. So it was, so it was actually like smaller, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was a well, it smaller was, venue, but because, uh... like, logistically, it appears that the study room is the middle of what is essentially a big square hallway of library. Yeah, well, the study room is next to the library, I think. Yeah. But um, it just seems like they so, have had bigger spaces in the past. <laughs> yeah. So, yep. So, Jeff uh, Jeff wouldn't miss it. One last thing you do realize that if you call it a Sophie B. Hawkins dance, people will expect Sophie B. Hawkins to actually be there, right? Oh. Sophie B. coming. But it's like, yeah, of course. When uh, And when she comes, people are going to be like, I will remember you doubting me. Uh, Jeff points out that that's a Sarah McLaughlin song. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. That is a good one. Uh, so that's, that's a yeah, nice, nice little moment there for uh, definitely a win for Jeff. I'm a bit worried about what Matt's doing with his glass over there. Uh, Annie, uh, Annie has an idea though, for our bet. Need to clean the glass. I think you just peed in a little. <laughs> no, I can't see it. it's underneath the camera, so I'm just saying. And he, uh, and he's like, so I bet what uh, I'm th- I was thinking about what you said about growth, and I was thinking that uh, maybe one may, f- maybe one way for you to do that is to meet new people, and I bet uh, I bet can see where this is going. And he's like, oh, <laughs> can I set you up with a date for the Sadie Hawkins dance? Uh, I was like, oh, a blind date. I've always thought of myself as more of an acquired taste, but okay. He's keen. Shirley, uh, Shirley takes a bait as well, and there's a number of eligible young ladies at her church, so she, uh, she wants serious. to get involved. So... Uh, and he quickly butts in and was like, well, I'm finding I better date. So back the fuck off. <laughs> but, but no, Shirley, uh, Shirley's like, no, 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 we can, we can't, we can both help. Uh, so Abed can then pick a girl and, uh, you know, instead of making it a competition, it's clearly an hour competition. <laughs> Definitely is now. It is now. Yeah, I was going to say, it wasn't before. It is there. Yeah. It's clearly competition, and Arbed is very quick to point that out to both of them. That's exactly a competition. Uh, yep, so they are, Annie and Shirley are getting competitive again, which is fantastic. Hmm. I, they I do play mind. well off each other, actually, when they do get. So Britta uh, is then on a, on a library PC. Pierce, uh, Pierce does need that computer, though. Uh, Br- Britta points out that there are dozens of computers. It's like, yeah, but 
my emails on that one. <laughs> I did like that bit. Yep. Yeah, so uh, so Pierce, Pierce can tell she's a bit tense. But it's like, oh, I may have lied about meaning Sophie B. Hawkins because I didn't want Jeff to make fun of me. And then I may have lied about that lie to cover it up. And now I'm in deep lies. It's like, so what? You told a lie. Big deal. The important thing is to never admit it. Such a Pierce line. Oh, that feels like the uh, Pierce, Pierce Hawthorne methodology. That does. Yep. But it's like, actually, I was thinking about coming clean. Pierce, I can give winning out the satisfaction? Hell no. Besides, anything could happen between now and that dance. An asteroid could hit. Do you want to be the schmuck who apologizes just before the world ends? This is Pierce's <laughs> life. This is this is how he um he, this is his logic. This is how he, he logics things in his head. Yep. Britta, Britta thinks that kind of makes sense, so she's gonna go with it. But it's like damn right, it makes sense. You're talking to the wisest man on campus. Yeah, seriously, apparently he needs to get to his email because the post office is about to close. <laughs> I don't understand the connection, but hey. No, neither do I. Uh, we move on to the next scene where uh, where Chang is now handing out flyers. Sorry, Kevin. I was gonna, yes, Kevin is Kevin, handing out flyers. Kevin is now hanging out fly, handing out flyers. Yeah, he, uh, he's like, guys, check out my friend Britta's Sophie's B. Hawking dance. I'll be spinning hits from yesterday and today, which are basically the same because I have Chinesia. <laughs> I bet uh, I bet I from across the room is like that guy's just like Teflon. No matter how much awful stuff he does, just he just keeps getting another chance. Troy's are uh, Troy's sitting of course with Abed. Like yeah, he's like the Colin Farrell of people. <laughs> you want to help me British dance? <laughs> You want to help me with British dance? Could be a chance for classic Troy and Arbet hijinks. Arbet's like, in the interest of growth, I'm avoiding hijinks. As well as capers, romps, exploits, escapades of a grey area. <laughs> then, uh, then Annie approaches with a, with a new friend. Arbet, this is Kat. Hi, Kat. Nice to meet you. She wants to ask you something. Isn't she perfect for Abed? She's like one of those quirky girls from the movies I saw her in the cafeteria trying to pay for lunch with a song. I asked if you go to the Sadie Hawkins dance with me into the balloon. Did you hear it? Sure, I'd be happy to go with you. Super duper, Mr. Cooper. Super duper, Mr. Cooper. Super duper, Mr. Cooper. She doesn't seem like she'd be a fun person to hang out with. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Like, yeah, you'd have a good time, I reckon. Yeah, I would have thought so. She reminds um, me very much of it. It took me a minute to think of, but you know, in the um, later seasons of Scrubs, um, uh, the uh, Ted gets that girlfriend that plays a ukulele. Ah, uh, yes. And she, yes. She's very the similar. comedian. Yeah, very, very similar. Uh, so 
Cat is played by Wendy McCong. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, and does an awesome job. Quirky girl. Kind of neat. Uh, and, he's, uh, yes. and he's like, oh, so you, her main takeaway from that is that she chose the girl that I picked. It's cool. It's not like it was a competition or anything. I'll just be, uh, I'll be gentle when you, when you tell Shirley that she was a loser. Would you want me to tell her? Well, very quick to offer. <laughs> I was like, no, no, that's cool. I'll handle it. And I was like, uh, so was that girl an alien or a toddler with a crowing disease? <laughs> Ouch. That's a bit harsh. As someone who I would yep. say is a bit out there sometimes, it's a bit judgy. Yeah. Remember, yes. hang on. Remember the time of this airing. I'm just saying. But yes, it's still mean. Don't get me wrong, it's still mean. Yeah, it just seemed a bit seemed a bit 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 harsh for, for Troy. But then uh then Shirley arrives. Hello, Abed. I talked to a lovely girl at my church and she'd be happy to go to the dance with you. I appreciate it, Shirley, but I hope you will at least consider it. And not just because saying no would crush this poor girl, but because I don't want you to miss <laughs> out on the opportunity of a lifetime. You're right. I'd love to go to British dance with her. Set it up. Oh, I hope this doesn't hurt Annie's feelings. Maybe I should go tell her. No need. I'll handle it. Oh, okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> I don't like that. Discovering Scottish I'm Shirley. living two parallel lives like that guy in no. a way. Don't you already have a date to the dance? Yep. Now I have two, which means I can do the classic two dates in one night sitcom trope. I'll get to wear two outfits, mix up their names, maybe hide under a table. But what about growth? I tried to go in a more grounded direction, but I still ended up in a comically implausible situation. It's like Shirley said. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for hijinks. I can't pass it up. Seems like you already passed up a great opportunity for hijinks. I did? Uh, Dodoy, British dance? You think two dates is crazy? Planning a dance is hijinks city. Population hijinks. Fair enough. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, yeah. doing anything that Brit is, like, involved in could lead to, like, like there, there is a possibility it could lead to some craziness. Yeah, well, if Sophie B. Hawkins doesn't show up, it'd be a riot. So, <laughs> um, yeah, Troy probably yeah. would be needed. In that we'll situation. find out more about that later. Yes. Uh, so. Britta, uh, Britta approaches and uh, needs Troy to get some ice. Wacky, wacky ice, asks Troy. Wacky ice. Nope, just regular ice. Where do you get wacky ice these days anyway? Just uh, asking for do, a friend. Do you know that, wacky ice? Is that like wacky to backy? The old, you know, just asking for a friend. So just on a side note, the one thing that I wanted from, from Bunnings, our, our church, was an esky. I wanted to get myself an esky because I lent. You give me weird looks, but it's a podcast. People can't see that. No, um, no I'm just wondering, how did you, you said they didn't have what you wanted, unless you wanted a very specific sorry, esky. I wanted I a specific a esky. I, okay, I, I knew like, which one I wanted. I know for a fact they have eskies because I bought one from there last weekend myself. So. I, <laughs> yeah, no, I wanted a specific, I wanted a 60 liter specific esky. Oh, okay, okay. Um, 
because I I lent my wacky my, ice. So an esky is like an ice box, like a you know cooler, a cooler, a, a, um, a, a chili bin, you could say. Chili bin, if you're a Kiwi. Chili bin. Yeah. If you're I, one of our American listeners, yeah, like an I, ice. I lent my cheap, very shitty one to my parents. You know, a couple of weeks back for a uh, a fundraiser that they were doing, and uh, so as we discussed like a few weeks ago, it was my birthday. And so my parents gave me money towards a new whiskey. Not that they broke it or anything. They just know how shit it was. <laughs> fair. He needs a new one. That's fair. That's, that's good. That's yeah. good. I like it. it was, Something hey, it's, you got to use. It's a great gift. I'm very happy with it. But it, it was just quite amusing that that was specifically <laughs> why. They were like, yeah. here's some money. Put it towards this. Yeah. By the way, here's your rescue back. Yeah. Just <laughs> not not commenting on the quality of your rescue, but you really could use a better rescue. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, side note. Um So you're looking for somewhere episode. to store wacky ice. Yeah. Also, I know some also, our bed is uh wacky ice. Our bed is is at the dance now. We're at the start of the dance. Uh he's he's at his date with uh with Shirley's girl. And uh, Shirley is definitely keeping an eye on things from <laughs> behind a few people. Suffice to say, she's interested. <laughs> yeah, she wants to see how it's going. Uh, so he's with uh, he's with uh, Jessica. Jessica, thanks her uh, thanks Abed for getting her a cassage because uh, you know it matches his coronation, which is kind of cute. Albert, uh, Albert's really glad that she likes it. He was afraid that you'd think it was a bit old-fashioned, which kind of suits the whole, you know, churchy thing. Yeah, I was going to say. Potentially. Um, well played, Albert. Uh, Jessica likes old-fashioned. She finds it refreshing. Uh, so I will note that this is the first time we meet Jessica. Uh, she's played by Kristen Henry King. Albert says, speaking of refreshing... He's, uh, he's going to get some punch, and he, uh, he excuses himself. Uh, so we got uh, we get Kevin. Kevin is our DJ tonight. <laughs> he doesn't Apparently. really know what he's doing. So if you have requests, please be specific. I have Changnesia. Yeah. No? No. No? Okay. Uh, so then we meet Rachel, because Arbed goes and says Rachel. So Rachel is a coat check girl. Uh, so Rachel is played by Brie Larson. Marvelous. <laughs> Hence why I didn't get the references. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna let I, that hang and I, see. If- I did. I did think like this whole time, like that actress looks familiar. I I don't know what I know her from. Yes. Definitely not from the Marvel stuff. I don't know what I know her from, but I know her from something. She looks familiar, <laughs> but definitely not from the Marvel stuff because I have not watched any of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so so where did you recognize her from? That's what I said. I don't know. I I just I I she I recognize. I'm like I've seen her in something, but it's not obviously. Oh, so not you didn't Marvel actually stuff, go and look it up. No. Oh well, Brad looked it up, and I think she was in one of the Jump Street remakes. Um, yeah, I quite enjoyed those films, so I'd say it was probably one of those. Uh, let me go back and check out her filmography for you. Let me Pretty shout sure out some stuff. Uh, okay. Uh, 
So, yes, anyone else that would have been a really good clue. But uh, yeah, and you would no, go yeah. over Matt's head. Yeah, no, you're 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 in the right. It was a great clue. Oh, yeah, she was in audience. She was in Twenty One Jump Street. Yes, so yes. I, I have a feeling that's where I would have seen her from because I was very much a fan of those films. Fair enough. Right, so back to the episode. Uh, yes, that was our that was our small uh, small thing from last week. But I bet uh, I bet it's like he he wants to try a different look. He's pretty indecisive, so I may be back here a few times if that's okay. Rachel's cool with it. Uh, he also needs to check in this Gideon's Bible uh, and this <laughs> jelly bean kaleidoscope. Icebreakers, apparently. But yeah, Rachel, Rachel's, again, cool with it. Uh, so then Jeff goes to uh, to check on Britta's dance and see how she's doing. Hey, Britta, healthy feet. She backstage drinking Zima and counting her beanie babies. Sorry, I can't divulge that. Stars in their privacy, you know. But she'll definitely be here. Oh, yeah. Sophie be coming. So it just be coincidence that somebody posted a Craigslist ad an hour ago that says looking for Sophie B. Hawkins or convincing Sophie B. Hawkins impersonator <laughs> to play community college dance tonight. Very little money. Very little money. <laughs> Good thing we booked her early. We're running low on chips. Here's what I'm thinking. I go over to the Sadie Hawkins dance at the snack inspector doing random spot checks and confiscate their chips. All I need is a disguise. Or you could just go to the supply closet and get some more chips. Okay, but I I still need to use the mustache, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel embarrassed for Troy's character this week. It's just very embarrassing, everything he does. Yes, not ideal, is it? No, no. It's not even a side character. He's just, yeah. Poor Troy. Yeah, it's, it's not great. But uh, but Abed is uh, Abed's got some flowers. Also, he's here, and in lieu of flowers, he got you this. It's uh, it's quirky. It's an artichoke. It's an artichoke. Um, I I assume they're called an artichoke in the states. I didn't look yes, that up. Yes, they're. An, I believe artichoke travels. Well, he called it an artichoke, Good. so yes. And they're in the states, so one would assume that it's called an artichoke in the states. I don't think, he, I don't think he actually called it anything. No, he did. I'm pretty sure he said it's an artichoke. Ah, uh, so yeah, Kate goes. Ah, uh, look. Uh, thanks, Governor. I'll uh, just put it in my invisible sack. <laughs> yep. So Abed takes that cue as a as a chance to go get some punch, where he runs into Shirley. Uh, Shirley asks how things are going with Jessica. Like, are uh, you two, as they say on TV, making a connection? Unless I mean <laughs> sex, in which case I hope you are not. <laughs> Who does she think Abed is? She knows an Abed enough by this point, right? Like. Come on, Arbed puts out on the first date. That's how, that's Arbed's character, isn't it? That's true. Maybe Arbed, yeah. Maybe Arbed <laughs> goes all the way on the first date. Uh, but Arbed's like, oh, things are going really great. Actually, Jessica did mention she's cold. Could she borrow your sweater? Shirley's like, oh, that's, that's surprising. It's, uh, Arbed's like, maybe the purple one you wore last week. I didn't see you wear it at home. I think it's still in your locker next to your umbrella. <laughs> Oddly specific. Yeah, he knew a little bit too much about that. Trey's like, I guess I could check. Yeah, could you? That'd be great. Uh, so she takes off. 
And uh, and Annie uh, Annie comes by. It's like, hey, Rumi, what do you think of Cat? Did uh, did she tell you she plays the saw? I was like, I thought she was in an old girl kazoo band. And he's like, they are. They need a rhythm a rhythm section. Duh. Everything needs and a rhythm of section. Of course, that makes sense to to Arbed. Uh, he's like, well, keep me posted. Uh, I'm gonna go say hi to Britta. So she heads off. But uh, oh, she's about to head off. But Arbed's like, no, no, no don't. Because you have something in your teeth, a lot of somethings. Uh, <laughs> as as she she then opens really wide, shows all of her teeth. She's like, "Oh, do I? Yep. What is it? Well, I can't really tell in this light, but it's definitely. She probably check in the uh, in the bathroom, maybe the one on the second floor. Better light. I will. <clears throat> Thank you. You're a good friend. <laughs> Covering up all of her teeth. <laughs> uh, so Annie run runs off, uh, and Albert gets a. Text from Troy. It's a pic of Troy with his mustache <laughs> and the, the lettuce chips in the <laughs> in the supply closet. Yeah. So then, uh, then we're with the dean. The dean's obviously with with Jeff at this point. Uh, so he, he just hopes that he's having a good time. Like a uh, a sock up and Britta has all but brittered her uh, by not brittering her own dance. Jeff points out the night is young. <laughs> Jeff's like, oh, by the way, I'm surprised you let her uh, share the cafeteria with you. Dean's like, I didn't want to, but uh, once she guaranteed the presence of a certain someone, I couldn't say no. <laughs> Jeff's like, I wouldn't get your hopes up for Sophie B. Oh, oh it's, it's me. <laughs> You're talking about me, aren't you? Not, not the Dean's character. Uh, it's too um, overt, isn't it? Yeah. But Dan's like, shall we dance? No, nah, Jeff's gone. Already gone. Gone. Then uh, then we get our bed. Our bed's off for another costume change. <laughs> you reading the Bible? No spoilers. I'm really hoping that things turn around for this joke guy. So, how do I look? Good. Except you gotta lose the hat. It doesn't the minister's daughter. You know what I'm doing? Yeah, you're on two days at once. I've been watching you since you came in. I'm not good with faces. Is that a judgmental face or a happy face? <laughs> I think it's awesome. It's one of my favorite bits, like when a dog acts embarrassed or when a guy chooses after the girl and then does that big public declaration of love. It's not realistic. It's taking something private and turning it into a performance. Well, I think the dog's trained. No, I was talking about the public <laughs> declaration of love. Oh, you're messing with me. Yes, I was. So this thing's yes, turning out to be a little tougher than I thought. You want help? I'd like to, but I still got like 1,200 pages left of this Bible. Yes, of course I would. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so we head back out to the dance floor. And uh, it's time for an, an ad. Huh? So uh, so Kevin is uh, is announcing that tonight's Sadie Hawkins dance is brought to you by Hawthorne Wipes. <laughs> for the little lady who knows her place in the kitchen. I have a feeling Pierce wrote that. <laughs> yes, and I'm, I'm sure that's. I'm sure that's probably not an official company <laughs> s- statement either. I don't know. If Pierce yeah. runs the company. It very well could be. And and that's Sophie B. Hawkins' dance, though, is brought to you by Hawthorne Wipes. Perfect for cleaning the dashboard of your '92 Subaru. 
really being specific, mm. probably because there's a lot of 92 Subarus in a car park. Uh, no, it's a, do you, do you know the thing, thing behind that? Um, it, apparently it was a very popular, uh, very popular car for lesbians in the nineties. Um, that makes sense, I guess. Yes. It, it, it was actually marketed to lesbians in the nineties. Um, so nice. it was a reference to that. Um, oh, I missed that because I'm yeah. not up on my, uh, Apparently, all my stereotypes and and that sort of stuff, which I, I I'm actually a little proud that I missed that. Yeah, I, I uh, makes me happy. What was it? <laughs> Watched, listened to um, I don't know, it was Planet Money or one of those other um, podcasts. They talked about um, yeah, advertising to specific groups, and that was uh, yeah, right. Yes, the Subaru in the '90s. That's how they um, really took off. Um, my first car was a Subaru. <laughs> uh, Not from '92, though. Uh, here's the no, but pretty um, close. So the 1990 the Subaru, Subaru Impreza RS. When the Subaru demographic realized realized their outback was rather popular with lesbians, they started the first advertising campaign deliberately aimed at the lesbian niche market. For a while, the Subaru Outback was the semi-official car of the lesbian community, probably tying in with Sophie B. Hawkins and bloody... Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Well, that makes sense. There you go. Well, I'm glad I didn't get an Outback. I had had an Impreza, but hey. (laughs) I got an Outback Close enough. (laughs) (laughs) Is it from 92? Please tell me it's from 92. 2020. I was going to say he fell for the advertising. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's all right, Brad. You and me. We've got this. I think I think there's some chemistry. <laughs> I also currently own a Subaru, so there you go. <laughs> Not from 1992, though. <laughs> ah, moving along. Go the Subaru. I said the Dean... Uh... The dean uh, goes and sees Britta at the middle of the uh, the dividing line, as uh, as Matt discussed earlier. It's like, uh, so quite a turnout, Britta. Britta's like, yeah, I didn't know uh, Sophie B. Hawkins was so big at Greendale. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a large percentage of Greendale students gave up uh, in the mid-90s. So for many of them, Sophie B. <laughs> Hawkins is the most recent music they were, excuse me, they're aware of. I mean, her coming here, is going to be a huge boost to their spirits. <laughs> but it's like, oh, great. The Dean continues, though. Whereas her not showing up would be enough to push these people to such a dark place. The question is whether life is worth living. Okay. No worries. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Britta. She's made it a catastrophe, hasn't she? It's going that way. Yeah, it's not looking good. And then uh, so Arbird's back with his, his date with Kat. Uh, so how long, how long have you been doing Bible studies? I mean, making miniature hats out of duct tape. <laughs> it's like, oh, duct tape hat. Uh, uh, as Rachel comes and uh, and distracts her with a bubble gun. Bubbles. <laughs> There's bubbles. 
I bet I can't say you've never seen any of the Star Wars movies. This is now with Jessica. Uh, Jessica's like, ah, oh, we were taught uh, popular films of the work of the devil. Great. And this is going to work well for Abed. Abed says, well, if you're talking about the Phantom Menace, you were taught right. <laughs> uh, so then Rachel delivers a uh, a telegram to uh, to Abed. It's like, oh, yeah. It's urgent. I'll be right back. All right, so we then move straight across. There's a lot of jumping around. There is a lot of jumping around. Uh, Britta is off to uh, the sponsor of the dancers for some help. Uh, so Britta goes back and sees Pierce. Pierce is like, Sophie B. Hawkins isn't coming. Everyone's going to know I'm a liar. Help me. Fair enough. It's like, oh, Britta, let me tell you a story about a friend of mine that uh, that called everyone a liar. Everyone called a liar. Oh, sorry, that, that everyone called a liar. His name was Bernie Madoff. <laughs> oh, Pierce. <laughs> uh, yeah, Britta, Britta says, oh, Pierce, he was a liar. He uh, he stole billions of dollars from his clients. Uh, the embezzler Pierce, name has Madoff. been confirmed. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. I britted it. Pierce still can't get over the fact that it was that Bernie uh Bernie lied to his clients. I said then Shirley and Annie finally actually meet. Oh hi Shirley. Hello Annie. Abbott seems to be having a good time, which is all that matters. You're right. It looks like he made the right choice. Certainly <laughs> did. So we agree. The best woman won. She certainly did. He's on two dates, isn't he? He certainly is. <laughs> this is yeah. the most fun I've yeah. ever had on a work study gig. And I used to run the frozen yogurt machine before that old guy broke it. There's been so many close calls. I keep forgetting details, using the wrong names, having to duck behind plants. Call back. Ah! <laughs> this has been perfect. Oh, what else is on the list? Oh, oh. sorry. What? This were a movie, this would be the part where we kiss. You're right. Except we're doing a sitcom trope, so it'd be totally out of place. Time mm. to go get caught and make an impassioned plea to the girl I really like. I think I'm gonna go with <laughs> Jessica. She seems to be the audience favorite. Okay, bye. I think she'll be the oh. audience favorite. <laughs> Snap. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Oh, I bet. Oh, I bet. And the the callback to uh, Pierce breaking the ice cream machine. Yes. Yeah. Till the old go break it. Yes. So then, uh, which I, I don't think he really actually broke it. He just left it on, didn't he? <laughs> yes, true. Which broke it so as a result? Maybe. Ah, uh, but uh, but yeah. So then, uh. Then Shirley, uh, Shirley uh, runs into Arbed as he comes out, and he's like, "Okay, did you uh, did you really think you'd get away with this?" Arbed says, "Let me explain." <laughs> and he's like, "About what? Wanting to grow? Or was that just a lie too? So you could do another fa- world famous Arbed TV adventure?" These are cool <laughs> people. And uh, he's like, "Cat is over there, hula hooping all by herself." <laughs> There are odds. I don't think she was disappointed. Yep. No. Um, it's like Abed in the real world, people can actually get hurt. Abed <clears throat> takes this on board. 
So, uh, then, uh, then someone, uh, someone delivers a message to, uh, to Kevin behind the, uh, the mixing boards. It's like, oh, this is great. I got a request for you suck at this. Get off the stage. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that's a band or a song. Again, apologies. Chingnesia. All right. Nothing. No. You guys got to let it go. No. So then Abed, uh, Abed heads back to the uh, the coat check. Everyone is uh, slightly new here. Abed's like, well, uh, it blew up in my face. In a slightly different way than I planned. Uh, so a new coat check girl is uh, is there. It's like, oh, can, I, can I help you? Abed uh, asks where Rachel is. Oh, she had to go. She, uh, she, she had to go. She's gone. Abed, uh, Abed wants to know where. She's like, I don't know. She seemed upset and ran out of here without tagging half this stuff. I mean, who's water, water wings are these? As uh, Kat's like, oh, come back here. As she's chasing a balloon. And so, like, <laughs> never mind. She understands now. So then Abed, uh, Abed heads to, to Annie and Shirley, cap in hand. Fair enough. Abed apologizes. He's sorry. He didn't mean what he said about growth, but uh, he did mean what he said about growth. Sorry. But then you were both so intent on getting me dates. I couldn't help myself. It was wrong and hurtful. He sees that now. Girl's like, well, maybe uh, setting you up is a bad idea. And he's like, yeah, I guess neither of our girls are really right for you. Abed says the worst part is that he met a girl tonight that he really does like. He was so busy chasing one trope that he missed a trope right under his nose. The girl he liked all along was right under under his nose. And now he screwed things up. Doesn't know if he can make them right. But yeah, they're both they're both uh, quite uh, quite impressed by this. He's like, wait, this one's real, right? <laughs> it's a very much a growth moment for Arbet. Yeah, Arbet's like, yeah, I'm really sad. And he... Uh, He's like, well, uh, we'll go find her, dummy. Shelly's like, yeah, haven't you seen a movie? So the uh, the crowd is getting fairly <laughs> restless at this point for uh, for a Sophie B that hasn't yet showed up. Yes. <laughs> Sophie, Sophie, Sophie. I hate to say I told you so, but I'm not saying to British things. Looks like someone underestimated the time it takes to plan a dance. Hey, hey, Sophie B. Hawkins. Ah, so yes. So that's uh that is damn I wish I was your lover by uh by Sophie B. Hawkins, because that is actually Sophie B. Hawkins. (laughs) Yes, it is. So uh, so Jeff turns to Britta. He's like, oh, did, did you do this? <laughs> Britta's uh, like, if it's possible to make something happen by willing it, then then yes, I did. 
Uh, Sophie continues playing until Arbed interrupts and grabs the mic. He's like, sorry, Sophie, I, I have something to say. There's, uh, there's a girl here tonight. Her name was Rachel. I met her. It was very pleasant. And I made a mistake. And now I'd very much like to uh, continue this conversation in private. Uh, Sophie B. Hawkins is quite impressed. Viva, well, viva the lost love. <laughs> and, uh, um, we, uh, we get Arbed then... Uh, and catch it with Rachel. You came back. That was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> I had to. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I did it. So, would you like to go out sometime? I would like that. Do you want to pretend like you're just going out with me on a bet? Oh, I'd like that very much. Mm. But maybe we should try normal first. Sure. <laughs> I prefer as I lay me down. Me too. I can't believe she pulled this off. I know. According to Dean Law, I must now give her my amulet. What? Hmm? What? <laughs> well, she had a little help from a wise old man. Was the official supplier of moist toilets to be Lilith Fair between 1997 and 1999? I knew it. You're safe. You're safe. Uh, yeah, that the the whole amulet thing, boys. Yeah, that's uh, something that just comes up, came up randomly. Mm. And was it was it just in this clip when uh, Pierce starts talking that there was no music behind it, or was that in the actual um, release as well? Because it sounded like it was just the yeah, it, it just sounded very very odd. Well, I didn't notice. Maybe. Yeah, because Sophie, Sophie was um, in the background singing and then when Pierre starts <laughs> to talk, at least here, it was just complete, just it sounded like he was um, in a voice booth just recording his lines and Isn't that maybe, maybe it's just how it come through. Yeah. Oh, I think I think it's just how it came through. Yeah. Because it, it, it sounded odd and I'm like, that'd be hilarious <laughs> if, if he just... Recorded lines and didn't want. Surely they would have edited that, but hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even if that was the case, it'd be hilarious. It would anyway. be funny. <laughs> Random, but Jeff, funny. Uh, Jeff's like, you did this, but why? It's like because in the face of all logic and reason, Rudy didn't back down. Just like yeah, but that makes no sense. It's like also, I didn't like the way you were being such a jerk to her. Well, she was acting crazy, points at you. It's like, yeah, but she was. What choice did she have? You made fun of her. Use her name as a synonym for screwing up. Cut her some slack, Jeff. She helped you reconcile with your dad for Pete's sake. Let her be happy. Got a point. He made he made a point for once. Made a point, but like go back with a little bit of hindsight to where it was. And yeah. Jeff was actually yeah, yeah, you know, if you need to throw a Hail Mary pass to win a game, one in a hundred times it comes off. True. Just because it's the what just because it's the one time it comes off doesn't mean it was right. Brad makes a good point. Yeah. So Jeff uh, Jeff sends a heartfelt text as Sophie starts playing uh as 
playing as I lay me down. Just says I uh, I know it's probably impossible to read my text without them sounding sarcastic, but mm-hmm. I assure you this one is as earnest as they come. Congratulations on an awesome dance. You brought the hell out of this thing. Yeah. Very that even though what I said I, I still stand by, that line was, was still worth it. It's probably the best line in the episode. And yeah. Very well done. Uh, so uh so now now we get the uh the credits and damn I wish I had a clip. <laughs> Can you do one where you wish you had ice cream? Damn, I wish I had some ice cream. Ice cream. Ah. Okay, can you do one where you wish I was Batman? Fine, but this is the last one. Okay. <laughs> Damn, I wish our bed was Batman. <laughs> I love it so much. All right, all right. You guys are taking advantage of Mrs. Uh, Hawkins. I would, I would, yeah, might you not think she's an artist? She is not here to do your bidding. <laughs> Sorry about that. Now, if you could just sing, Dean, I wish I was your lover with these new lyrics. It's for my voicemail. <laughs> Who's Jeff Winger? Just sing the damn song. Yeah, it's very I haven't looked correct. this up. Any chances she now does that on Cameo? <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. Fine. I don't know. Again, haven't looked it up, but there's a Fair chance. People do do um, that. Yeah. Uh, first thoughts. Uh, someone's added notes, which means it's definitely Brad. So you can go first. <laughs> oh, can I? All right. Um, yeah, so a couple of notes I've added. So um, Brie Larson, obviously, who play, played Rachel, actually auditioned for the role of yep. Annie Anderson, um, oh. which went went to, obviously, Alison Brie. Um, and uh, just a... a yeah, callback to the other note was the um, frozen yogurt machine that the old guy broke, who was um, Pierce in season three, episode 11. So, you go. yes. Um, uh, my general first thoughts is I, I actually enjoyed this episode. There's not a lot of high points, except for probably Jeff's line right at the end. And I think they probably tried to work towards something that heartfelt moment. I think probably they had an idea where they wanted to get to at the end and probably tried to fashion something around built, there. Built towards that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but Ahmed's thing I thought was good, although I don't think much of um, Brie Larson as an actress. Um, I thought she was serviceable in as Ahmed's potential <laughs> love interest. <laughs> as I... As I said, Brad's throwing grenades. I thought she did really well as Rachel. As I said last week, she she's marvelous, but not as an actress. <laughs> Just there are parts where she does really well, and there's parts that don't really suit her that I think she she goes yeah. for. I think this sort yes. of role is right in her wheelhouse. This is right yes. in the hitting zone. Yes, and yeah. she knocks it out of the park. Yes, but again. That's this specifically. This specific role, room, Captain Marvel. Mm-mm. No, I, I no, no. But anywho, that's a that's a that's a, that's a different review podcast. Yes, definitely. Matt? One probably wouldn't want to have me on. Um, 
No, I felt sort of the same. Like I liked I I liked the episode, but it was like ask me to pinpoint what about it I liked. I can't do it. Right. It wasn't a certain specific thing that like I went, that was really good. Like I finished the episode with this sense of like, that was a good episode. Ask me why I think that. It's like I have no fucking idea why I think that. Like I did like the Abed stuff and the physical comedy stuff and changing outfits and all that. Um, and and I, I liked the Abed having the love interest thing too. I thought that was cool. That made me do a bit of a bit of an Annie and Shirley and go, oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was sort of it. That was like, I liked the episode, but I don't know why. I just liked it. Yeah, look, I... I'm conflicted by this. I do really like this episode, but there are bits that I really dislike out of it. And I think that brings the episode down. So like the the sentimental of me, I I can look at the good parts, but the analytical side does annoy me. Um, I, I don't like, as we pointed out earlier, Troy's character in this. Yeah doesn't really suit him yeah i don't, I don't just, like what they do with that he could have been better off just left out of it completely couldn't he and it would have just it would have probably been better yeah yeah um so that sort of thing i don't mind Arbed and and the shirley and um thing i would i would have liked to probably see maybe a little bit more of the the dates and stuff and how Arbed was going to try and pull that out and a little bit more yeah, they set up um, this premise, but, it, but they don't show a lot of it. Uh, I know they only have a short yeah. period of time to do that in, but yeah, I agree. They sort of they set this thing up like, you know, Abed does this and hilarity ensues, but they don't really show much mm. of it. And and I think that the bits that the bits that they cut it for are things like the the Chang with you know Kevin with Chang Nisha, like yeah that. Don't, is that necessary? You could do with one of those, maybe yeah. in an episode. Yeah, yeah well, like, I none. get that they're trying to, they're trying yeah. to. Well, no, 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 I, I can get one right. So if you give one in an episode, whether it's him flying, handing out the flyers, or him DJing the dance, yeah, you can still you continue can, you can get that away with storyline by popping that in there without can, really giving it any more time than it really needs, which is probably like, yeah, you're right, correct. one scene just to just to push it along. Down the road, yeah. correct. It's enough to to gently remind you that it's there, yeah. But they're bashing you over the head with it at every chance that they yeah. get. That hey, it's Chang. Hey, he has Changnesia. It's not Chang. It's it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. True. I I do agree um, with that actually. And it takes you to me. Well, it takes me out of the episode. Um. Yeah. So that's the. That's kind of where I feel. So, like again, I'm I'm conflicted. There, there are some real positives, but there's also some real negatives. Plus, the you know, at least there wasn't so much, I guess, racism and stuff. And I don't like them playing it off as, like, to me. And I and I, you know, obviously I got a little bit of background here, but I don't know all the details because I haven't really looked it up. But to me, they're getting chained to say the lines that they can't give to Chevy at the moment because Chevy's cracking the shits. Oh, yeah, true. Mm. True. 
So they're they're putting it in Pierce's thing with you know it's a Hawthorne wipes thing, but it's yeah. they're not making Chevy say it, so it's not a Chevy like it's it's it's, it's not kind yeah, of walking true. that line. Yeah, I can say I can yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't thought of that, but yeah, I think I think you might be onto something there. Yeah, true. So anyway. Um just just little bits that you know I, I dislike. Yeah. Uh so let's move on to, to Matt gets it wrong. Uh it's a history of dance. Oh uh, yeah, how did I get so <laughs> fucking um so Britta comes up with uh, something. I had that. Okay. I'm, I claim that. <laughs> you were I think pretty, I went. I think I went with a dance off, if I remember rightly. So it was probably you a bit. Said, of a dance off, off slash yeah. having a dance. So yes. Uh, Britta centered. Close. Yeah. Oh yeah, Britta centered. Uh, but also something to do with sexes. So. Not really. Not not in the way. Not in the way I. Really. Not in the way. I was talking about it like a battle of the sexesy type thing was, was how I was, you know, like I'll, I'll claim it if you want to give it to me. But in the way I looked at it at the time, it was like, you know, you're going to have this, like I pictured like a, a Jeff and, and it was a Jeff and Britta thing, but I pictured it more of a like men versus women type thing that they were going to do. I guess that was yeah, how I was thinking to, of it. You know? Yeah. I, I reckon you get it because oh. it was Britta, Britta against the Dean for the sexist nature of his dance. Yeah, I but think you gotta but, bend it to but his thing was never the sexist thing. His 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 reason for opposing Britta was purely for her thinking she could just throw this dance together. Right. Well, yeah. Britta, Britta, Britta got her back up over something that I don't think the Dean intended to be a thing. Well and I well, think it he's, women, he's, he it was a, it was a sexist he, thing that yeah she got her back up about. It was, yeah. but I don't think, like, it's not a situation where we look at it and go, it was like Pierce doing something. Like, we don't, I don't think the Dean was trying to, um, you, you know, make that a thing. I think that Brutus brought that thing into the equation. And I think the Dean's thing was more that he just thought, you know, I plan these dances. You can't just plan one on a whip. You know, I think that's what his issue was. Mm-hmm. That's my theory, anyway. <laughs> so, what am I? What do we got next week? No, no, no. That comes later. Oh, that's right. Uh, first, we'll go with uh, some old white man says. It's hilarious. I'm old white man says. No wonder he says everything I'm thinking. Shut up, the disco spider. Nobody even knows what you're talking about, bastard. Yes, bastard. Um, this would usually be where old white man says would be, but um, as I sort of said in this episode, like I, I, I got this feeling like I liked the episode, but I couldn't pinpoint on why. And I think part of that was there was no, there was no scene or line or or anything like that that made me jump out and go, "Ah, oh, that was hilarious." You know, um, outside of the only thing I had close was. <laughs> Was Pierce thinking that his emails were on one specific computer in the library? That I liked, but that's just a Pierce soul joke. Um, so yeah, I didn't I didn't want to shoehorn one in there that I didn't believe in. So I've left it, I've left it this week. We've gone with no old white man so old white man is silent this week. 
<laughs> yes, I I schmidted it. He didn't do his homework. I schmidted it. Get me a switch. <laughs> <laughs> Nana. Oh, uh, okay. I'll, I hope I hope Brad's done a little bit more than uh, than what you have, Matt. Yo, 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 I did yo, my yo, research. Yo. <laughs> Easy sugar bear. You're in the mink. I beg your unbelievable pardon. Yes, yes. I have done my homework this week, and it was very, very difficult to actually think of where to uh, put the points this week. So I settled on one point for Britta, two points for Jeff, and three for Arbed. Um, okay. Yeah, very, very hard to actually try and split the points here. Um, I gave one to Britta because uh, I, she did stuff. That's probably the only main reason. Britta did she for did stuff. And, you know, she stuck to her guns. That's probably, you know, mm. even though, you know, she should have, shouldn't have. The fact that she tried and tried to follow through. I don't know. A little bit of... I mean, let's be honest. She did orchestrate a dance on what I would assume yeah. was not a lot of notes. Yeah. Yeah. So... You know, she she followed through, so you, there's a little bit of kudos for that. But yeah, you know, that's very very highly outweighed by Jeff actually being right right <laughs> at the start. And as I will echo, just because you throw a hail mary pass one in a hundred times doesn't mean the one time is right. It, means it doesn't mean lucky. it's it's the right play the one time it actually comes off. Very yes. that. that you, you've, so, made, you've swayed me with a good reference. So I, I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> and and also the the text that he um sent to Britta was very heartfelt and very well done. And mm. I think I think it was earned. Um I just wish I would have hoped it could have been done a little bit better the episode just generally um, to get deliver on that line a bit more. Um, so, yeah, that's that's why I gave Jeff the two. I gave uh, Abed the three because... <laughs> he was kind of the crux of the episode, wasn't he? Yeah, and he was doing his um, the two dates trope and he, he now has himself a girlfriend. It would appear that way. Um, so... You know, Angie seems to be, well, at the moment, perfect for him or, mm. you know, suitable for him. So, yeah. Um, and he actually recognised that, which was a good change. I liked of, that so, bit. I liked that bit of it. I liked that bit of, like, you know, like they talked about him having growth at the yes. start, right, but then he didn't really have growth because he played TV tropes and movie tropes anyway. But then yes. they did find him that little bit of growth at the end that you were able to yeah. tangibly grab and go, ah, oh, you know, cool, all right, I like it, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that that's why I think I give the points to Abed and by extension through Jeff as well because they did have that little bit of character growth, even though I'm sure Britta will end up brittering things in the future. <laughs> the safe, safe uh, assumption, to be honest. Yes. Definitely not a Hail Mary for that one. Um, Matt, uh, who gets your red card this week? This one was tough. Yeah, this, I mean, I kind of wanted to give it to Troy, but it was more just because he didn't do anything. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, <it> goes, <laughs> like, I know that's harsh, like, but we did give points to Britta for just doing stuff. Um, yes. But, yes. But no, no, this week it does actually, I want to split it and I actually want it to go to Annie and Shirley for their sort of turning this thing of like finding a date to bed into their own competitive little, little yeah. game. And that, that whole, um, that passive aggressive face off thing at the the middle of the yeah the, like oh I could not stand that bit no no it's just I do, I do like way. the immediate reaction of that when they like when they're both trying to soft gloat over each other and uh, then uh, and they're like they're they're on two he's on two dates isn't he? I love that bit I I love that bit where they both yeah. get the realization. But yeah, the lead yeah, up. But that that bit just dead. before of yeah. Yeah, it yeah. just I just didn't get you. enjoy it. I just didn't enjoy it. It's it's very much. I mean, and it's a me personal thing. I'm a person of, you know, come out and say what you what you want to say, and and you know, own what you think and what you want to say. That's just fine. Oh, nice call, rep. Bite my banger. Exactly like that. If you think the ref's full of shit, you come out, you tell them, bite your banger. It's just how it be. <laughs> we'll be yelling that in a couple of weeks when the uh, when the uh, World Cup kicks off. Socceroos are done. Yeah. Yes. Bye, my bang. Right. Well, let's move on to some ratings. Makes sense to me. You know who else it made sense to? The Hitler one more time, and I'm giving. I'm you still two. waiting for that episode. Eh? <laughs> I, want know, <laughs> I want to know where that reference comes from. So bad. Uh, still got a little while to wait there, Shreddy. Okay. Just a little bit. Yes. Okay, interesting. <laughs> just a little bit. Just, Anywho, just... <laughs> that was back one of the back. reasons I selected that clip. <laughs> <laughs> back, back to this one. Uh, the community community over at IMDb have given this one a 7.8 out of 10, so a market improvement on uh, last week's ratings. Um, Probably actually, so probably from the worst rated episode of the season to the second highest rated episode of the season. So, yeah, a lot of people enjoyed this one. Uh, funnily enough, we actually, That's between the three of us, um, rated it the same as we did last week. Two of us giving it a four and uh, Jack giving it a three. So, which was, yeah, exactly how we rated it last week. So, I wasn't, well, you yeah. were a four. So at I one was point. a, I was a four, but uh, I I convinced myself after doing the uh, doing the the talk through and everything that yeah there were bits that took me out and I yeah there are bits Fair that enough. I really like and I really want to like this episode, but there are certain bits that turn me off it, and so for that yeah. reason, I downgraded it to a three. Fair enough. You justified your answer. I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah. yeah, definitely. You showed you're working. You're all good. <laughs> showed you're working. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. So, uh, Schmitty, any, anything else? We we have to do. Matt gets it wrong again. <laughs> the first part, which has now become the second part. Uh, so the episode is called Intro to Felt Surrogacy. Intro to Felt Surrogacy. Surrogacy. 
So I'm immediately that conscious to me puppets of of some variety. Puppets like cr- they, cr- puppets. they they make yes, Metallica is going to come out. Master. <laughs> <laughs> um, that Metallica is going to come out, and um, Kirk Hammett's just going to be a Greendale, just like in a music class randomly. Um, no, definitely, it's just puppets to me of some variety. Um, I feel like maybe they're going to have to do like something to do with soft puppets and felt surrogacy maybe sounds like they're going to have to do some sort of like looking after of their soft puppets maybe um, it seems like something that like Arbed and Troy could really sing you know like when they saw that baby and they were talking about how they were going to have to raise it I feel like maybe it's something they could really sink their teeth into some sort of puppet Oh, like the old Sorry, looking after a bag of flowers. Yeah, sort of. yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. It's it's some sort of studies thing in in that sort of realm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yes, there's a there's a callback in in this episode that um, when you're watching, you'll have to let us know if you pick pick up on it. Um, call back to this episode. No, just call back to this season. Ah, um, in that next episode, yes. yes. Ah, interesting. Yes, um, I so probably won't bit, pick it up. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have to have a bit of a discussion about where the things go for this one. Cool. Um, also, one, one thing I did want to hit, hit you up about was um, what they do now that now that Arbed has a girlfriend. Uh, how many episodes does he have his girlfriend for? Ooh, ooh! Maybe she's involved in the felt sorry, like felt sorry this evening. Who knows? Um, I'm gonna assume it's not a lot. I'm gonna say maybe like three. Okay, interesting. That's my theory. I don't think it's gonna be a lot because I just think it like um, it's a big name to keep around. Well, that, and I just think it's going to cut into like some of the other dynamics of Arbet, maybe. I don't know. That's my theory, anyway. So, yeah, I, I would say about three, yeah, three more episodes after this, like that one, basically. Okay. All right. I'd say a total of four okay. if you include this one. So, I don't know how many are left so, in the season, but like for the better part of the rest of this season, maybe in some way, shape, or form, she'll be about, but I then don't see her being progressing long after that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. So excellent. Uh next normally around now we we would do Twitter followers, but uh we uh we discussed this before the episode <laughs> and uh and seeing as the meltdown that is Twitter at the moment, uh we've decided to uh to cease that. Uh we, we do really appreciate anyone that follows us on any of our platforms, we really appreciate it. Yeah, it's However, not you, it's uh, the platform only itself following us. Yeah, if you are only following us on Twitter, please go follow us somewhere else as well. Um, we we do really appreciate it. We we yeah. like that some people interact with us. We we like that you know you guys are keen to hear the new episode come out and all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, so please go follow us somewhere else. Uh, Instagram and Facebook. So Instagram is the main one. Then, uh, well, I guess the next main one uh, with. Uh, us being at GDL Human Pod, 
we are Greendale Human Podcasts on Facebook. If you prefer Facebook, uh, we're also on TikTok. Although I don't share the new episode coming out there because it's not a video, I I generally have a I capture an image of the uh, uh, an image of the episode, so that's a bit harder to post on uh, on TikTok. So, uh, but generally, if I'm posting clips through the week, I'll I'll post stuff to there. So if you do want to follow us there and you're on that, then then feel free. Indeed. Um. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna stop shouting out Twitter followers. Um, is is the main point of that that story? Uh, but yeah, please please go follow us somewhere else. Uh, is there anything else that you boys want to uh, to add? No, that's it for me. Thanks no, for joining and come back no. next week. This was a, this was a good one. Um, I enjoyed it. I'm uh, keen to see where we go go through the rest. So yeah, come back. I, I like this episode. Like I felt like I felt. The last couple of episodes, and you know, you guys have set me up for it. This season's where the the uh, bell curve starts to, you know, turn down. Um, so, so I was, you know, I saw that in the last couple of episodes. I did feel like this one was better. So I don't know, maybe if we're going to be on an upward trajectory, or this is just a rare blip in the process. Who knows? But I'm keen to see what happens. So let's see what you think of next week's episode. So uh, make sure that you, everyone listening, comes back and joining us. Um, also, Matt, make sure you come back and join us next week. Um, uh, okay, right. I wasn't going to, but I'll, I will now that you've said that. I'm good. Yeah, because because uh, that is roughly all the time we have left, unless uh, unless the sugar bear has anything that he would like to add. No, sure that's it okay. for me. Right on. Oh well. Thank you guys for uh, for joining us. This is a slightly longer episode, mostly because we spoke about our, uh, all sorts of shit at the start Indeed. for about 20 minutes. Uh, but yeah, thank you for, for hanging out to the end of the episode. We do really appreciate it. Come back next week uh, to to listen to uh, Intro to Felt Sugar, Surrogacy. And uh, hopefully I can pronounce it better next week. Yeah, until next time, may your dreams be sweet and your nightmares be spooky, monster scary, and not grandma died scary. Troy and I in the morning. Tink. <laughs>